With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, welcome into the PHNX Bets Daily Podcast presented to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook. Be sure to like, subscribe, leave us a five-star wherever you get your podcast. I'm Johnny Venerable, joined by my guy Derek, Captain Caveman, live at the PHNX Studios in downtown Phoenix. I had to bring Derek on today because I am a softy for the hot stove. Now, Derek, once upon a time, the winter meetings where our guy Jesse is right now on the ground floor, PHNX Diamondbacks, uh, coming to you just in a uh, little bit, I, I believe, 1 o'clock. The winter meetings used to be the end-all, be-all. And now it's I it's lost some of its pizzazz, but still enough moves within this landscape with Aaron Judge, you know, pending to sign pretty soon and what we've got movement with Justin Verlander and company that it could theoretically change the odds of the MLB postseason race and beyond for absolutely. 2023. Yeah, absolutely. And I obviously we've seen some big moves happen. They the like you said, the winter meetings were that opportunity for GMs and and the you know the front office and baseball to get together, discuss some of this, to have agents there. There's a lot of things that go on, trades, free agency pickups, all that. It, the hot stove doesn't really get too hot it's more of a simmering you know like you said mm -hmm. uh other sports seem to have that free agency uh action kind of happen pretty quickly after the season but baseball it does for it being the shortest off season of any sport it tends to drag on a bit but the winter meeting should have some interesting things happen mike hazen from the d-backs has made some kind of cryptic comments about how yeah. the diamondbacks are going to be involved they're not afraid to maybe trade away some of their all-star outfielders and such, but even some of the moves we've already seen have had a big impact as far as odds go and, and the shifting of power, right? You have the Houston Astros losing out on Justin Verlander, Texas Rangers uh, snatched up Jacob deGrom, and then the Mets immediately replace him with Verlander. So it's, it's hard not to see the Mets now kind of emerging a bit as a favorite with that one-two punch, especially in the postseason of, of Verlander and Scherzer. What what do you think the differentiator is between DeGrom and Verlander? Is it as simple as Verlander is, you know, first ballot Hall of Famer and he's got the postseason track record where DeGrom tends to get banged up, missed some time last year, largely unproven in the postseason. Is that do you do you believe, even though given Verlander's age, the fact that DeGrom, I believe, signed a five-year deal. Verlander goes with the two. Do you think that makes the Mets more of a favorite now to win not only their division, which they blew last year, and then also subsequently the NL? Yeah, I think it does. And I think the reason why is the Mets have Scherzer's contract kind of as their their ticking clock, right? Yeah. And they do need to win now. They don't have Scherzer for a, an extended period of time. Jacob DeGrom 
arguably is one of the best pitchers in baseball, but he does have issues staying healthy. So it does come down to consistency, what Verlander has done since his surgery and how he's bounced back. And really front offices now are looking at metrics that we don't, you know, they're looking at metrics beyond even just ERAs and wins and losses and such. Obviously Verlander is a Cy Young award winner. So that makes him appealing. His age is the one factor there that kind of impacts the idea of signing him and giving him over $40 million per season. But, you know, you can't argue with the results that he had last season for the Astros. Yeah, absolutely. We got news that the Phillies made the biggest splash of the offseason, agreeing to terms with the 11-year deal with Trey Turner, which was interesting. I want to talk about Aaron Judge and how that could potentially torpedo, I guess you could call it, the Yankees' opportunities for contention moving forward. Uh, If you're a fan uh, of that franchise, which, you know, it's been unfortunate since the boss passed away. They're just not the same caliber of team. There's a report now by John Heyman, Derek, that that Aaron Judge has a deal on the table from, I believe, the San Francisco um, Giants for the tune of $360 million. Does that catapult them in contention in the NL and subsequently torpedo the Yankees' chances of winning the AL should that take place? I don't know if it torpedoes their chances, but I feel like everything the Yankees are building and doing with their team is structured around keeping Aaron Judge. I mean, one player doesn't make the team, and the Yankees have enough money that they can continue to pursue other free agents. I think there's a difference there. I I think what they went through with Judge last season was – you know, something magical, something a lot of Yankees fans, you know, will never forget. I think it would be detrimental to the fan base and to the team to lose him. I think it would be beyond just his numbers. I think it would literally let the air out of their balloon. They just still have enough money to still be active and try to do something to replace him. The Giants landing judge, I still don't know if that's enough to really put them over the edge but obviously as someone that supports the Arizona Diamondbacks I do not want that very much and I was very glad to see Trey Turner get the hell out of the division I don't even like that move for the Phillies to be honest because I feel like they put a lot of money in one guy who's going to be 40 years old at the end of that contract I I just think the Phillies are in the belief that they were close enough to win the World Series that they're kind of in a must win now situation just like the Mets are yeah, the Yankees plus 1,000 right now to win the World Series. According to our friends at DraftKings, you you figure that's going to plummet significantly should they lose Judge. Uh, right Correct. now, the, the runaway favorites still currently to win the NL, according to DraftKings, are the L.A. Dodgers. It's funny. You know, they've got the pandemic title, which a lot of people put the asterisks next to, and then they largely have gone, I don't know, underachieving in the postseason. They're plus 285. The Mets at plus 450. Do you like any bets specifically as it relates to the NL for future odds on DraftKings, Derek? I do. I like the Mets very much. So I like the Mets as uh, uh, not only win their division, but win the World Series. I think that this, I I still think they're not even done spending money, to be honest. I think that they're still going to be active in free agency. I think the Dodgers, honestly, are in a bit. It's weird because they're they're still the Dodgers, right? And right. I think somebody said, uh, you know, uh, in our in our chat, watch Andy Pajes come up, get called up, and and hit four hundred and lead this team to the playoffs. But like yeah. the Dodgers, just seem to be that team that have this not only well of talent in their minor league system, but they're also able to capitalize on any available free agents or even some of the trades they've made have been you know blockbuster trades and kind of leave you scratching your head how they're. They're able to pull it off and bring in such big names. I just think the Dodgers, uh, if if they don't get Carlos Correa or they don't get another one of these big name shortstops to now replace, you know, the, what, what they've lost, I think yeah. that that 
you know, their odds might not be so favorable. I I think that, you know, that could maybe be a bit of the reason why the Diamondbacks feel feel a bit compelled to to try to win now. The team was better than they imagined last year, I'm sure. I'm sure they beat their projections a bit. Uh, they're projected this season by Zips to win, be an over 500 ball club. And wow. honestly, that's without any additions as it stands. So if the Diamondbacks can maybe bring in, you know, somebody that can help this team win ball games, I just don't, I just don't know. Like right now they're tied to Xander Bogarts. And I just don't know if that's the kind of money I want to see this team spending with, with the state that the team is currently in. Yeah, they're in a tough spot when you talk about spending money for the sake of spending money. And it's right. got to be on value over quality over quantity and we'll see what the diamondbacks do uh and you can get future odds right now on the DraftKings sportsbook app listen DraftKings is the premier place to lay down wagers as it relates to mlb uh we've got obviously the world cup going on if you made some coin last night via the buccaneers and saints i'm envious of you our bets did not turn out well but what what will turn out well is using that promo code phnx download the DraftKings sportsbook app now promo code phnx all you got to do Place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game, and you get $150 back in free bets if they do. Again, promo code PHNX at DraftKings. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See those show notes for details. A couple other bets that I like here, uh, producer Jacob. Uh, St. Louis Cardinals right now at plus 2,200 to win the World Series. This was a team last year that uh, they played better down the stretch because, you know, they had the boost from Albert Pujols, but they had the one, two in the National League MVP voting. Right. Goldschmidt, Nolan Arenado, and they're supposedly looking for a significant upgrade at shortstop. We've heard the name Dansby Swanson uh, tied to the Cardinals. I think uh, the, the Adam Wainwright coming back, they need some additional pitching. I like that as a value bet. I also like the Mariners right now. Under the radar, Derek, to win the AL West at plus 800. This was a team that really should have handled business in that divisional round. They ended up losing uh, that heartbreaker, I believe, in game two. Uh, But they're a team on the upswing. I think the Astros, it really just feels like it's easy to say now. It feels like that dynasty, that that peak Astros is starting to see some cracks in the foundation. Verlander is a huge loss for them. And then you compound it with the fact that the Yankees do not seem equipped to, to get better at, at most their status quo. That leaves an opening in the AL for one of these other franchises. I don't really take anybody seriously outside of the Astros in the Central. I don't take them seriously. You know, out West, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. But you know, will the Red Sox buy a, a contending team? They've been known to do that in a singular offseason. The, the AL, to me, is wide open right now, I think. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I actually uh, like your selection. I like the Mariners a lot. I, I also think that next season is going to be wild because the scheduling is going to be different. So yeah. these teams aren't going to play each other nearly as much. I think there would be a part of me that would think that, you know, the AL West might be might be a little bit more up for grabs if they if yeah. they did. But I like the Mariners and I think that the Mariners uh, and I also like the Cardinals pick plus twenty two hundred seems like a pretty I don't know. The, the The Cardinals seem like a better team than that, like you said. With the well, they won the Central last year, and there are yeah. three teams in the NL East that have significantly higher um, odds to to win the World Series. Right. I think the Cardinals in the NL alone are the like fifth or sixth best odds, and then you've got the Braves, the Mets, all ahead of them, the Phillies. It's and then the Nationals obviously have the have one of the worst odds, but the sure. NL East will just kind of eat each other, won't it? Yeah, I think so. I, and again, like the only the only thing that makes me 
hesitant to say that is again, the schedule next year is so weird. Like the diamondbacks play the Dodgers right off the bat twice. And then they don't see them again, I think until July. So like, it's not like it's been in the past where you primarily play your division. Then you mix in a little bit more of the, you know, division, and then you'll get a little bit of interleague play. Like next year is going to be, uh, kind of a, a more well-rounded schedule when it comes to how you know how many teams uh, play each other. But yeah. uh, I, I like the Mets, like I said, for uh, World Series. Uh, and I really like the Cleveland Guardians. Uh, I really do. I wow. think the Cleveland Guardians is a young, exciting team. I think that they did a lot with very little, and those guys are going to be a part of that team for a number of years. So if they can capitalize on the momentum that they had last season and kind of uh, maybe make some additions where they where they need to. That I think that can be a very exciting team. Like you said, the AL is wide open, so it leads me to kind of lean towards one of these younger teams that that are hungry for the opportunity to to take it. Absolutely, those are our MLB winner cash ins. I got a couple tasty nuggets on the NBA slate tonight. Check this out: Lakers money line plus one seventy five. Lakers have been playing good ball. Uh, getting them plus money. Uh, I like that. I also like the Nuggets uh, minus five, which you can get uh, as a favorite against the Mavericks, who just had that big emotional victory over the Suns yesterday. We hate to see that. We'd love to see them take the L today and get them at minus 200 on DraftKings. Yeah, I I need to see the Dallas Mavericks lose. I don't know if I feel great about that after watching what they did to the Suns, but still. Yeah. Uh, I feel great about this partnership, Derek. Thank you so much for <laughs> hopping on to PHNX Absolutely. Best Podcast. We've got Diamondback news to talk about at the top of the hour, do we not? We do. We have some exciting stuff. Again, Jesse's out there at the winter meetings, and uh, uh, there's there's been some activity. There's kind of been some comments about Mike Hazen. Uh, tonight is the MLB draft lottery, the first time in history they've ever had a draft lottery. So it's structured uh, weird. It's structured in a very weird way where it gives like the three worst teams kind of the same odds uh, at winning the number one overall pick. It yeah. tries to do everything it can to to de-incentivize or de-incentivize uh, uh, losing, tanking, all of that kind yeah, of stuff. Tank so, season. Yeah, it's a, it's tank season's over. So now it's just uh, trying to make it fair. The Diamondbacks have very low shot at the number one pick, but they do have a chance. So that's something that Jesse asked Mike Hazen about, and there were there were some jokes about their less than two percent chance at winning. But hey, it makes watching fun. We have you know we have a horse in the race, so we get to see if there's a chance. The Diamondbacks. Not, it's not just the number one pick because they give out the top uh, top six picks. So there's a chance the Diamondbacks could snag a much higher spot potentially if the if the lottery balls fall their way. You absolutely love to see it. You'd love to see Captain Caveman here with us on PHNX Bets anytime he joins us with his presence. We don't know. Shane will probably be back tomorrow. We'll talk a little college football preview for Saturday. Got a loaded NFL slate upcoming this week in the continuation of the World Cup. For Derek, I'm Johnny. Subscribe. We'll see you tomorrow.